You're listening to another episode of Small Business Saturdays with Aaron Montgomery on the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. Hopefully everybody's having a good Saturday. So good morning and thanks for checking in today. Today we're going to have kind of a year-end review and really a two-parter. First, I want to kind of run down just some of the highlights and maybe a couple of the key tips. And and really, uh, I was talking with my wife about it last night and said, hey, so what, what did you see? You know, what, what was Small Business Saturday about for you as you watched it throughout the course of the year? So I want to talk about the theme too. Definitely a pretty clear theme that showed up when it came to what we were trying to explain and, and get across to everybody. So uh, I want to talk about that too. And we'll talk about all of that. Now, if you do want to go back and check out all of the previous versions and you want to do that on a podcast where you can just, you know, upload it to your phone and listen while you're driving, listen while you're exercising, listen while you're working, whatever is best for you, you can do so by going over here to Small Business Saturdays Podcast. Make sure you get that S on Saturdays, Small Business Saturdays Podcast.com and check that out. And uh, you can subscribe and wherever you listen to, to podcasts at there. So check that out. Also, before we dive in here, I do want to remind everybody that the OSG year-end success sale is still going on. It happens through the end of the month. And so if you're thinking at all about uh, what we offer over there at our success group, love to talk to you about it if that helps or just check it out if you want to go over to, and I'll just throw this on the bottom of the live screen here, but uh, oursuccessgroup.com forward slash sale is where you can check out the, the different sales that we've got going on. I'm loving all of the new members that are coming through. Uh, into the OSG community, the OSG squad, and uh, you know they want to check it out, and certainly worthwhile to do that. It's one dollar to get started, so for the first thirty days, it, the cost is only one dollar to to check out what we've got going on over there in the OSG squad, and then uh, you become part of just the normal monthly recurring membership. After that, if you want to keep going, which uh, we believe that you're going to see all of the value that there is there in our success group to be able to check that out. Quick reminder, I wanted to do that real quick before I dove in. And again, check that out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash sale. The first part of this, I want to go through and and just hit some of the highlights. I went back through all of the episodes and said, okay, which ones stood out to me? Which ones do I remember going? Yeah, that, that one. I believe that we shared a lot of great content throughout the year. So Again, go back and check that out. You can also go over to liveosg.com and there is a playlist there that gets you to our YouTube page. And there's a playlist there for Small Business Saturdays. So you should be able to see a good chunk of the 2021 uh, episodes if you're, you'd rather watch the video side of it. But um, Small Business Saturdays podcast is also a great way to catch all of the pe previous episodes. But I want to just review those real quick. And again, just kind of hitting high level, not to go into all the details and stuff like that. Um, and would love to hear from you all, if you're joining us here live, what, what things stood out to you? What things did you implement inside of your life or business that were helpful for you? And uh, that could be helpful for other people to say, hey, that's what I need to look at. So 
I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on on what's happening in the chat here while I go through my list as well, and and we'll go from there. If that sounds great. All right, so we kind of started off the year actually the very first episode of the new year in 2021 was the longest ever small business Saturdays. It ended up being two and a half hours. And when we took that over to the podcast side, we broke it up into three separate parts, but I talked to Christine Shreve uh, of women in business podcast, you know, her there. And she also women in garment decorating group founder and, and the marketing manager over there at applique getaway. So I had a chance to talk to, Christine, because at the end of 2020, we finished a 10 part series on the success principles. So um, I she was very actively engaged in those success principles as we went through that 10 week process and did all the homework and stuff like that. And so I had an opportunity to bring her on and just get her take on it and, and what, what worked and what didn't work and all that kind of fun stuff. So it was fantastic to spend that much time talking with Christine about the success principles so that was a great way to kick off our year and um had had a number of other great episodes uh the next one that really stood out for me were uh, was a uh, episode we did on the skills of successful people and uh, it was fun to kind of go through that and and really dig into what those skills are that successful people have really cultivated and what what we can work on to continue to grow in our own success um, so I just, like I said, high level, want to just break these down real quick here. Um, the first skill was intrinsic motivation, building that intrinsic motivation. And those come from lots of different places where it comes from, but the kind of the big five there are curiosity, passion, purpose, autonomy, and mastery. So th those areas, if we can cultivate those areas in our, ourselves, because we have to build that through practice. And then when we practice, what we've got to do to practice it is we have to take small risks. And uh, by taking those small risks, we're going to gain some self-confidence. So just building that intrinsic motivation, curiosity, passion, purpose, autonomy, mastery, those types of things. Uh, so that was the first skill. The next skill we talked about was our learning and self-awareness. And, and really that boiled down to kind of being part of more than just you, getting outside of your own little bubble, learning about your place in everything and, and then getting help, getting support, being part of groups and figuring out ways to learn more, better, faster. So building that skill and working on that skill. Uh, then the next skill that we talked about there was the creativity and innovation. Um, we talked about the fact that creativity by its nature is just messy. And uh, so we have to try things and and sometimes try hard things. And, and, and it to get creativity and innovation, you're normally initially faced with a failure. And so we have to learn how to and, and build that, develop that skill of looking at failures as just opportunities to practice creativity, to, to build from that, to take that new learning that we got from that experience that some people might call failure and then build on to that. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. And then the last skill that we talked about in that particular 
show was flow and focus. You know, how do you get into that state of flow and focus? And it's really that state, you know, some people, athletes for sure, call it the zone, you know, they're just in the zone. They're doing things without actually consciously thinking about it. Um, it's where we kind of lose all track of time doing it because we're so passionate about it. We go back to that intrinsic motivation. And, and so we have to practice that skill of finding a way to get focused, to get into flow and, and to actually um, build that into our process, build that into our calendar, build that in as, as something that we work on trying to do regularly, you know, find 90 minutes a day where you can do that or, or, you know, a couple hours a week where you can get into that state of flow or focus. And, and that's where you really solve a lot of problems. The creativity becomes greater. And, uh, you know, that, that is, uh, that's what that area is. And which then, so that was kind of that episode, but that led me into another episode that stood out where we talked about working on your business O N versus working in your business I N right. And, and really that working on your business is where you need to be in that state of flow or focus. But we, in that particular episode, we talked about the difference between the two, um, you know, working on your business versus in your business. You know, the in your business is what we've got to do to create wealth, right? That's how we make invoices. We get products done and out the door and we answer customer emails and, and do all that stuff. So that's the working in your business. And, and so we're not saying you got to get rid of that completely. But as a business owner, you've also got to make sure that you are focused on the working on your business stuff, like, you know, measuring metrics, like planning, like developing your passion and purpose and uh, creating your story and, and all of these working on your business type activities, which are as important as the working in your business activities. But what happens is the working in your business activities are typically the fire. got to put the fire out. The customer's calling. It's got to get done. Due dates, all that kind of stuff. And so that always takes precedence. But the working on your business, it doesn't typically have a due date or a deadline necessarily, though you should put that on it. Um, but it's things that would make some of those working in your business activities much easier and a lot less time consuming when you do the working on your business activities. So what I encouraged everybody to do was to carve out at least 15% of the time that you work on your business and devote that 15% of time to the working on your business. So that, that was that episode that stood out. Um, the next one that stood out for me and again, if you guys are listening in here live, would love to hear which ones you have referenced back to and, and which uh, all you're interested in, in sharing, you know, what, what worked for you. And, and then also, I'm always happy to hear what else you guys would like to learn. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do in 2022. So we're going to talk about planning for the next year here in, in a little bit. But um, all right, so we went from working on. And then the next one that kind of stood out to me was and. Uh, it stood out for two reasons. First reason that it stood out for me was I got to do this with my dad, which is just a cool experience to have, have an opportunity to sit down and, and learn more from him. You know, I've learned a ton from him over the course of my life, obviously. And uh, he's been a real big influence on me and how I interact in the business world and, and whatnot. So to be able, we were at his house, we were on our way on a trip, I believe if I remember right. And uh, so we were at his house and we got to sit down with him and so that was really a, a great experience for me. Uh, but then we talked about the three things customers care about. And, um, you know, uh, 
for those of you that are not as familiar with me or, or kind of what I stand for, I, I am 100% in on the fact that if your business is created in such a manner that it's completely customer centric, you're looking at how you can bring value to other people, to the, the ideal customers that you want to serve. If you focus your business that way, I believe that will be the most long-term, sustainable, profitable business that you can create. Um, you know, a lot of businesses focus around how do I make money? What's in it for me? But my, my point is if you turn that around and make it about how you can make it customer centric, I believe that that will be even more successful than if you're just really hard charging and focused on, on the bottom line for you. And so with that being said, we talked about the three things that customers truly care about. And number one being speed, uh, meaning, you know, working on their time and, uh, you know, that that speed is actually a choice and that we we can choose to respond quickly. We can choose to build systems and processes where we can respond quickly and, and have set expectations for what the response times are going to be. Or we can choose to accumulate 10,000 emails and let things get lost and, and just have too many things going on. And so those are all choices and, and speed is so speed is a choice. And so that's the first thing we talked about was speed. The second thing we talked about was clarity um, and, and working on developing that and using feedback and, and customer reviews and things like that as a way to get more clarity. Uh, because what you think is crystal clear might be pretty muddy to the customer on the other side. And so until you start asking those questions, learning to create a clear message about what it is that you can do to help your customers, what is it that what value that you bring to your customers? So that was the second uh, thing that customer customers care about. And then last but not least is is empathy that, you know, regardless of what the situation is, that you take time to put yourself in their shoes and then react from that place, as opposed to reacting from a place of um, you bad customer, I want to punish you. Right. And so that's what I've um, that's, that was the third thing is customer centric. So, uh, and, and, and empathy and putting yourself in their shoes. So uh, again, the three things that customers care about speed, clarity, and empathy. So, um, before I dive into the next thing here, though, let's uh, we got a comment from Heidi that I'd love to share because I think this is fantastic. So Heidi says, I always look at customer centric. How can I make my bags last for a long time and handle the daily use? Absolutely. That's awesome, Heidi. And and what happens to that is then you create this amazing bag that people go, wow, this is awesome. It's going to last for a long time. It's going to put up with the daily use. And so I think and. and I'm not saying that you're not doing this, but for those people that are are just listening in and want to go, how well, how can I do that? And how can that then better my business is that that becomes the talking point. That's be becomes your values. That becomes what it is that people come to understand. If somebody doesn't know Heidi and shows up to Heidi's business online or or, or however, and and they look at things and the immediate feeling that they need to get is that this bag is going to last forever. It's about, it's going to handle the daily use. That should be the message that is like blaring at people, new people that are just discovering Heidi. And again, I'm not saying Heidi's not doing this. I'm just using Heidi as an example. And, and so thank you so much for sharing that, Heidi. That's awesome. Um, 
Curtis. Good morning to you and Doug, good morning to you. Awesome. All right. Well, let me get back into it here and keep moving. And again, if there are things that stood out for you guys that you learned on Small Business Saturday this year, I'd love to hear what those things are. I'd love to get feedback. Again, we talked about clarity and I I need to get clarity from you guys as to what's helpful, what's useful, what you could use more of. So, um, all right. So we talked about three things customers care about. Uh, we did spend, uh, there were a couple of different episodes throughout this, the course of the summer where we talked about our why and our purpose and and refining and defining and, and those types of things. So uh, that's an area that I always love to talk about. I, I believe heavily that if you don't have a strong why, business is going to be very challenging um, at times. And when it becomes challenging at times without that strong why, it might be hard to keep moving forward. And so if you ever find yourself in that place where you're stuck and you're having a hard time moving forward, uh, my recommendation would be go back and look at why it is that you're doing this and thinking about that from a from a bigger picture. You know, what's in it for um, the greater good and that type of thing. So um, we, we spent a lot of time talking about that. Uh, another thing that stood out is I had an opportunity to bring Allie Banholzer into the program, and we talked about priority matrix, and that was a fantastic tool uh, that people could use to kind of figure out, okay, what should we work on next, and and how to how to do that, both you know as a solopreneur, but also you know involving your team in that process too. Uh, Allie's created a fantastic business where she has a team of people that she's working with as well, and she wants to keep them actively engaged so they have that sense of ownership. Uh, and and that ability to build mastery and autonomy, like we talked about earlier, those skills that we have to develop. So that was fantastic to have Allie on the show. Um, so let's see here. We we uh, oh my friend Doug here. Thanks, Doug. I want to share this. Steve Patlin goal at the first meeting. Your customers should believe they just met their best friend in the fill in the blank business. I love it. Love it. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, always love words of wisdom from Steve Patlin. Uh, Steve's a friend of Doug and I's that uh, is uh, a, a giant in the log home business. So <laughs> love it. Thank you, Doug, for sharing that. That is amazing. Um, all right. So the next thing that we talked about, uh, next area that kind of stood out to me, um, and an episode that I want to make sure that everybody saw is the the five things keeping you from success. And uh, we kind of broke down what some of those things might be and, and how they work and what we can do to overcome them. Uh, number one was self-limiting beliefs. Uh, we, we've created a belief system since the time that we were kids. I mean, even, even before we could probably even remember we started creating this belief system inside of us. And so everything that happens around us is, is really just part of a belief that we have about the way things are going to work. And so um, a lot of times our inner protection mechanism is to create this self-limiting belief. And, and we really don't know where, where that necessarily comes from. It, it because it's, it's something that's built in our subconscious, you know, like, oh, I, I can't charge that much or, oh, you know, I'll never be able to be this. It, you know, it's, it's these self-limiting beliefs that were triggered by some thing that happened or some way that we were treated by other people. And again, not in a malicious way. Um, but just, just the reality of it, you know, our parents probably <laughs> did a lot of this. I'm, I sit and think about this stuff and I'm horrified by all the self-limiting beliefs I might be installing in my sons without knowing about it. Right. And so 
we have to then as adults get into that state of going, okay, I have to understand that a lot of these things might just be beliefs. And if I do the work to go back and figure out where that belief came from, then I can open that up and go, okay, is there a new, better belief that I can install? Because that's the nice part about it. Just because it got installed when you were a kid doesn't mean it can't be reprogrammed. You know, it, we're, we're kind of like computers in that sense. You, you might get a virus, but you can, you can clear, clear off your hard drive and reinstall software, right? So the, the, we're, we're just trying to reinstall new, better software at that point. So that's self-limiting beliefs. Um, number two was having one source of income was uh, something keeping people from success. Uh, we need to, you know, have different areas. So if you're a decorator, you know, maybe you've got, um, you know, your walk-in business, maybe you've got business coming in through an Etsy store, maybe you've got business coming through a wholesale avenue, whatever it is, you know, you need to have a couple of different ways just to kind of not have all of your eggs in one basket. You know, I, I knew a company that was all in on Etsy and that's all that they just had an Etsy store and they were killing it and they were doing really, really well. And um, all of a sudden, Etsy decided they were going to change their policy. And if you didn't offer free freight, you were no longer going to be showing up in their searches like she used to be. And uh, that nearly put her out of business. She was able to uh, figure out a way to hang on, but she had to lay off people that were, were working with her and, and all that other stuff because she had just the one source of income. It was Etsy. And, and uh, so that change happened. Uh, number three is financial unawareness not not understanding how to manage the the finances you know do you have a budget are you working within that budget do you have metrics that you're tracking do you know your numbers those types of things so we gotta we gotta work on that even if you're you know in our industry we've got a lot of creative types and so doing the accounting stuff is not really necessarily our cup of tea all the time and so I always encourage people to find a bookkeeper, find somebody that can help you with that. And, and then you'll have that awareness about what's going on in your business on a regular basis. Uh, number four was debt, just accumulating too much debt. You've got to have a, a good debt to income ratio and, and be able to manage that. Um, we even talked about kind of uh, going back and, and learning some new, new things. Um, unfortunately, uh, Again, these are things that were installing us by our parents and, and just kind of the way that things have evolved, the way that um, the society kind of pushes us is, hey, you know, here's your credit card. You've got all this money. Well, how do you service that? Right. You're going to have to pay that monthly credit card payment. And, and ultimately, if you're using credit cards uh, where, where you can, you should be paying them off each month because otherwise you're paying unnecessary interest. Um, so that was number four. Number five is not asking for advice. So the, the five things keeping us from success, self-limiting beliefs, having one source of income, financial unawareness, debt, and then not asking for advice. Meaning all we're doing is consuming. We're taking all this information in. We're not engaging. We're not interacting. We're not being part of the conversation. You need to be part of the conversation. Even if it's you know to share something, you're still getting feedback. You're seeing how these things are going. So every time you're interacting, engaging, you're actually building on your own success because you're part of the conversation. You get a chance to ask a question. You get a chance to learn something new, but you only are able to get value out of things that you learn once you implement it. And, and that only happens once you actually start figuring out how it works for you. So let me hit a couple more of the comments here. Um, uh, 
let's see here. Yosta says the, the thing is that you talk about it in Sweden. We don't until it's too late. So uh, that's, it's a new way to look at things. Yeah. It, great. That that's fantastic. Um, that we, we do need to go look at, look at those things. And before it's too late, uh, I love that. Yosta, thank you so much for sharing that. That means a lot to me. Appreciate it. And uh, Kim Johnson, good morning. Thanks for tuning in here this morning. All right. So let's, let's keep going with this review. I, because I do also want to kind of go through with you guys real quick, my process uh, of what I do at the end of the year to kind of prepare for next year. We talked about that on, on two regular guys a little bit yesterday, some of those things, but um, it's uh, uh, I want to kind of go through the specifics a little bit with you guys here on small business Saturday. So, and I want to get at, get you out of here at a reasonable time so you can get into your Saturday and into any holiday stuff that might be happening or whatever. So, um, all right. So that's five things keeping you from success. The next one that stood out to me was uh, one simple exercise to make you more successful. And that exercise is gratitude. Um, it, uh, it, it seems like, wow, could it really be that easy? Um, but I'm here to tell you that it is, you know, when I, I can feel it, I can feel it inside of me when I'm actually practicing gratitude. So it's a, it's a practice, just like meditation is a practice, just like, you know, learning success skills is a practice, meaning you actually have to do it. And so the more I practice it, the better I'm interacting, the better I'm feeling, the more successful I'm becoming. And, and, and I can, I can totally feel it when, when I haven't done the exercise for me, what I like to do is every morning, write down a list of things that I'm grateful for. And it could be just the fact that the sun's out or just the fact that it's raining and, and we're going to get some much needed moisture or the change of seasons or, um, you know, the tea that I'm drinking or my family, you know, lots of things. It can come from anywhere. Just whatever hits you is like, yeah, I'm grateful for that. And then to be thinking about that and, and instilling that into your day, you will be so amazed at how, much different things go for you during that day. And, and when things start to get rough and you start to feel a little bit down, stop right there and, and just go back to that and think about just, just pick out one thing. You know, I'm grateful that I'm alive. I, I'm grateful that, you know, I have an opportunity to be on Facebook or be on YouTube to, to interact with other people and listen and learn something, or I'm grateful to be able to share something, you know, that, those types of things. So one simple exercise to make you more successful is gratitude. Um, and then the next one that kind of stood out to me was um, we talked about what type of business owner are you, a contender or a pretender? Um, and this all kind of came out of, uh, we were talking on two regular guys to a gentleman named Dana Curtis, who's a business consultant. And and a quote that he had kind of like shook me a little bit, not, not in like a total negative way, but it just really made me think. And he said, Everyone deserves to start a business. Not everyone deserves to stay in business. So I wanted to think about that. What, what makes somebody deserve to stay in business? And, and again, so I thought about like, okay, what makes that person a contender? They deserve to stay in business versus a pretender who doesn't deserve in, to stay in business. You know, what's the difference? What, what stands out? And so I started thinking about all the people I've interacted with, all the things I've done when I felt like I was actually moving in the right direction versus when I felt like I was pretending. Um, and there was uh, five, six, seven things that stood out to me here. Um, and so number one was just check your email. Uh, in today's business world, whether you like emails or not, whether you think messenger is the way to go, what, whatever, email is still a, a valuable tool with tons of gold in it. So you can either choose to 
stay up on your emails or you can choose to let it become a mess that is just full of, of spam and, and not, not cleaned out. So that that's one difference. You check your emails. The second difference, use a calendar. You know, you're as a business owner, you're making commitments all the time, whether that's getting a job out on time, whether that's meeting with the customer, whether that's meeting with the mentor, you know, whether that's showing up for a, a training or, or, or whatnot. So you're either making commitments to other people or to yourself. And um, with everything that everybody's got going on, if you don't have a calendar system, you're going to find yourself in, in a bad spot and you're not going to fulfill those commitments, which then leads into the next thing is do what you say you're going to do. Make sure that you know what commitments you're making. You know, that's a challenge that I get myself into. I, I make commitments kind of on the spur um, without really thinking about it enough. And so I have to go back and go, shoot, okay, I said I was going to do this and I want to hold myself accountable to that. And even things that I say to myself, you want to hold yourself accountable to that. So do what you say you're going to do and, and, and then do it well. Right. So that this little bonus I just added right now. Um, and then the next thing that kind of stood out that the difference between a contender or a pretender is um, be involved in communities that matter. You know, there, I know I'm in, you know, I don't know if it's in the hundreds, but lots and lots and lots of different groups on Facebook or LinkedIn or wherever but the only ones that I'm active in, the only ones that I'm really truly engaged in that I spend any amount of time focused on are the ones that matter to me, you know, and I get to make that decision. And so the ones that matter, I make sure that I have the notifications set to pop up when when there's something I need to respond to or things like that. So get active in the communities that matter to you. So, And then the next thing is to know your numbers meaning how much does it cost you to be in business each day? It's a huge part of what we do at our success group. And that's, in fact, that's a big part of the foundation of everything that we do. We call it our five keys of growing and launching. For those of you in, inside of the OSG community already, you un understand and know this, and we harp on this quite a bit, but we got to know our numbers. But if you're not, yeah, it's a huge part of it because if you don't know your numbers, you can't price accordingly. You can't make a profit and you can't grow your business. So um, know your numbers would be the next one. Uh, beyond that, you know, once you know your numbers, then, then you can actually price accordingly. But what then trips people up is that they don't charge what they're worth. Oh, you know, nobody's going to pay that in my town or so-and-so up the streets selling it for this much. And so I've got to, you know, sell direct to garment shirts for $8 a piece. No way. You know, I, it just, it just doesn't make sense. If you're doing one-offs, right, to charge $8. And so um, you have to kind of understand and know what you're worth and realize that you are bringing value. We're, we're taking a commodity, a blank shirt, uh, a blank item, and we're adding perceived value to it. We're not making it any more useful. You know, a shirt is worn, a shirt is worn. We're making that perceived value. We're making it personal. We're creating memories. We're, we're embellishing things. Therefore, we have to be able to charge what we're worth. And, and we know what goes into that process, all of the, the things and the ruin blanks and, and learning and the time we spend together growing and, and all that kind of fun stuff. That's all part of what you're worth. You've taken that time and, and that's value that you're then passing along to your customers. So you need to charge for that. And, and so charging what you're worth. And then last but not least, a big one for me is just to stop creating excuses. 
Let's get out of the blaming, complaining, excuse making. Let's get out of the whole commiserating and who's got it worse. And let's start taking responsibility for our own success. Not in like a negative way, like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. Like you've got the power to create whatever you want, as long as you take responsibility for that. So let, let's stop creating excuses and stop take and start taking responsibility for ourselves. And, and that's where, that's where the real magic happens. The rubber starts hitting the road because now nobody's in your way. The, the situation where you can't find shirts is no longer a problem because you've taken responsibility for how am I going to, it might not be easy. Taking responsibility is not going to be easy, but you've now said, you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to make that my excuse for not being successful. I'm going to figure out a way. So um, that that would be the, the last part of that. So that, that was the next thing, contenders or pretenders. And again, just wanted to give you a high level overview, but you know, some of these I get real passionate about and I want to get back into them. And uh, so let's see, we hear, um, excellent. Wendy says, morning, sorry, I'm late. Uh, feeding the critters. Yeah, it's cold up there. Get those fitter, critters fed. <laughs> Easy for me to say. Janessa, hey, great to see you. Glad you're popping in to say hello. Hopefully you are doing amazing and awesome. And uh, can't wait to uh, get get an opportunity to catch up with you. So, all right. Well, let me close out just a couple more things that I had on my list that stood out to me. But again, if there was anything that stood out to you guys, I'd love to hear about that and uh, share with me what uh, what you took from Small Business Saturdays over the last year in, in 2021. And, uh, then, uh, and, and then also the other thing I'd love to hear from you guys is what else would you like to work on? What else would you like to hear about? What else can we kind of uh, talk about here on Small Business Saturdays that's going to bring value to you? So while you guys are pondering that and putting that in the comments there, I'm going to wrap up what what I what stood out to me for 2021. Um, the next one that really stood out to me was the opportunity I had to have a conversation with Eric Campbell about what we were just talking about there that stop creating excuses and taking 100% responsibility and the formula E plus R equals O. And if you're not familiar with that formula, you haven't heard me talk about it. It comes from the success principles and that taking 100% responsibility. But the formula basically is not basically the formula is this. <laughs> Lewis, if uh, you're listening, you can uh, give me a hard time about basically there. OK, it's a long inside story. If anybody wants to know about it, I'll tell it later. Um, but E plus R equals O is the event is E meaning what thing happened, the, the shirts are unavailable, the customer was rude, um, my coworkers were not very smart, whatever the, the case may be, whatever that event is, whatever that thing is, or it could be the event is you want a big project, the event is things went really well, the event is you gained, um, you reached your goals, right? And then the then plus the R, which, R stands for our response. How do we respond to those events? That equals the outcome, the O. So the event plus the response equals the outcome. So whatever outcome we want to create, we don't have any control over the event, but we do have control over our response. So by modifying our response to those events, we can change our own outcome. 
So what we need to focus on is the R. And I had an opportunity to really talk to Eric about that and and dig into that. And 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 I, the, one of the things that really stood out from that conversation for me is we talked about the fact that you know your your initial response. We're not trying to bury those things. We're not trying to suppress those things. We still want to feel those feelings. You know, we we might be upset. We might you know. But what we want to do is before we actually make that public response and and what we actually do is we want to take that response and then think about it and go, okay, my initial gut reaction was to be upset. And, you know, so let's say you got cut off in traffic um, and your, your initial gut, you know, knee jerk reaction is get upset, maybe curse, maybe flip somebody off, whatever it is that is the reaction for you. Um, but does that give you the outcome, right? Do you, do you feel any better? No, you're probably still mad. You're mad at them. You're thinking about what a terrible person that is. But what if, what if you changed that response and you said you, you led with empathy instead and said, oh my gosh, I hope they're okay. They're clearly not paying attention. They must be having a terrible morning. Then, then think about what that outcome's like, right? Do you, and so the same thing can happen in our business. You know, the customer is being unreasonable. Well, if you were to stop and go, wow, you know, that's, I, I feel so bad for them that they're leading that life where they have these unreasonable expectations and this is the way they go through life. I, I you know, maybe something terrible is happening to them and then respond to them from that mindset. I bet you're going to get a whole lot different outcome than if you're just in that, oh my God, this is a jerk and you're going to give them a snippy, snarky, um, you know, I'm going to get them response. Right. And so see how those two things kind of work together. Can't change the event. Can't do, do anything about that. There's no, no matter what it, it, it happened and we can't do anything about it. So all we can do is focus on our, our, O. Um, I'm sorry, focus on our R to be able to create the O's that we want. So that was the conversation we had there. And uh, that was a fantastic conversation. So if you get a chance to go back and, and check that one out, if you didn't already, um, well worth and maybe worth re-listening uh, again, because you probably pick up some new nuggets along the way there. All right. And then lastly, um, before I share that, let me see. I've got a couple of um, comments that I want to get to. Wendy says, I am planning on diving deep in my year review between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, same for me, Wendy. Uh, you'll see my sheets here are blank right now. So <laughs> getting getting to them and that's that's all all good. Um, Heidi says, I turn to quote unquote making my own fabric instead of relying on suppliers. This year I will learn more, lean more into that. And that takes away all excuses. I love it. Perfect, Heidi. Excellent. Yep. You, you've said, okay, I'm taking 100% responsibility for my success. And therefore, I, I need to figure out what I need to do. And for you, it was, let's create our own fabrics instead of relying on suppliers. So good job on that, Heidi. High five. Boom. <laughs> um, and when he says, one of the personal points I need to work on getting over setting smart goals. I hate making a goal and not reaching it. So I tend to not set goals at all interesting okay all right um i've yeah i'm gonna make a note of that i'm gonna um i don't have anything to write with here right now so but again we one of the things i said is we have to fulfill our commitments and i'm making a commitment to wendy that this is something that we're going to talk about on small business saturday sometime in 2021 so i'm just going to take a little picture of it sorry that's a little awkward in a, in a live here but taking a picture of that so i remember to uh to 
fulfill my commitment there. So let's do that. Yeah, I, I love it. And honestly, Mandy, I think you and I are a lot alike in that. I, I definitely struggle with that a little bit too, because yeah, it's like, ah, darn it. You didn't reach your goal. But if you can figure out a way to stop yourself and go, yeah, but if I didn't set that goal, would I have made it as far as I did? Maybe I didn't make it all the way there, but it certainly pushed me to get a lot farther than I did. In fact, the story that stands out to me um, is actually from Jack Canfield. He tells this story quite a bit, but uh, the first time he set a goal, a, a smart goal like that, about how much and by when type goal, it was that he was going to um, make a hundred thousand dollars that year. He, prior to that, he, um, the most he'd ever made annually, and he was a teacher uh, and he, most he'd ever made was like 14, $15,000. He calls that his, uh, his ramen years, um, 22 cent dinners is what he called it. And, and so he, had this mentor w clement stone who said hey set a goal and then see what happens and and you know all the processes in the success principles kind of were born from that but he set that goal of a hundred thousand dollars well he got to 97 i think I, I can't remember the exact number but he didn't make it all the way there and so he thought to himself you know could, am i upset that i didn't make my goal no because if i didn't set that goal i would have never made it past where i was so you know even make you know the 97 compared to 100 not too shabby compared to 14 right so um you know that it's hard but we've got to look at it in that way you know what 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 are we gaining from it it's not necessarily the actual goal it's the journey um and and so we we definitely can talk about that next year for sure so we'll, we'll figure out some ways to kind of implement that a little easier for people like you and i wendy perfect thank you all right well last but not least on on our kind of annual review. And this one was fairly recent. Uh, I can't remember exactly how recent, within a month or so, I believe. But we talked about creating a compelling story and, and what the parts and pieces of that story is. And um, as humans, we relate to stories. We listen to stories. That's why we get sucked into a movie. That's why um, we'll read a big, long book because it has a compelling story. And so we have to do the same thing with our businesses. We have to be able to tell a compelling story. And so we broke down the four parts of telling a, a compelling story and what was in that, that there's got to be a character, which in our business um, world, that character is our customers. So that's the character. And then there has to be a challenge, a problem that that, that character has that they want to overcome. So that's the second part. The third part is then there needs to be a solution. And in the business sense, our services, not, not us, we don't want to be the heroes. We want to be the guide. Um, but our, our services are the potential solution that we're going to offer to the hero, which is the character, the customer. And we're going to offer that to them. And then they are going to, from there, then have this big change in their lives. And, and yes, I know maybe uh, a dozen shirts is not going to make a huge change in their lives, but they had a need. And so you filled that need and made a big change in their lives because you filled that need for them. So so it, it goes like that. The character, you describe the character, you describe the challenge that they're facing, the problem you're going to solve for them. You describe how your services, your guidance is going to help them solve that problem. And then you're going to wrap that up with what their lives look like after they've used your services. And so that's how we can cre create a compelling story. And so we talked a lot about that. And beyond that, there was, you know, again, uh, we 
pretty much got every week in last year. So cl- probably 50 episodes last year. I didn't actually do the count, but um, uh, we had a, had a great time on Small Business Saturday. So again, if there's anything that stood out to you, love to hear more about it. There's things that you'd like to talk about. Like Wendy had mentioned uh, one of the things that stood out to her. I appreciate that. So let's get that. Um, and then to go ahead and wrap us up for today, and I, don't, I know we're already at 45 minutes here almost, and, and I'm trying to keep them keep them down, but uh, let's just spend a quick five minutes here. And, and I want to go through real quickly kind of my process so you can see if any of these things work for you. And uh, so I've got my annual review sheet here that uh, I work on. Actually, my wife and I will do this together. We'll, we'll each do it separately, and then we come together and talk about them. But I just want to share some of the things. And a lot of what I think about with an annual review is just asking questions and trying to find different questions to ask myself that's going to help me better get to the answer of, okay, what do I need to do next year to be even better? And so the first thing that I look at are what are the things that I'm most proud of? You know, what, what worked is basically what I'm trying to figure out there. What, what things really worked for me um, that I can do more of or amplify and do better, do even better next year. Um, and then the next thing I want to ask myself is what new connections have I made? Meaning, um, the people, the, the, the people that I've added to my life are, are new connections, communities, things like that, that, that I want to continue to develop. You know, we, we are the sum of the five people that we spend the most time with. And if we go back to taking hundred percent responsibility for our lives and businesses, then we also are responsible for making sure that those five people we spend the most time with are serving us, are benefiting us, just like we should be benefiting them. So, you know, if if the person that you're spending a lot of time with kind of drags you down and is always blaming, complaining and commiserating, well, then it's up to you to either have that hard conversation with them about, hey, we need to stop doing that or figure out how you can spend less time with them and insert somebody in there that will give you what you need to spend more time with them. So uh, there's that. Um, what experiences have made you the happiness? Again, just trying to kind of understand what worked. Um, what have been the best moments in your career this year? Same thing. Uh, uh, always just trying to ask a lot of different questions to come at it from different angles so we, you can kind of pinpoint in on, on the things that work. And, um, and what changes would you make to your business or career next year? So then now we're taking all those things that worked and saying, okay, what are we going to do more of? Um, what challenges did you overcome this last year and how did you do it? And, and so, again, just trying to really think about understanding where where we were and what we did to get there so we can more easily the next time we're faced with a challenge, go through the process that worked, not all the ones that you tried that didn't work. Um, what has held you back from achieving what you wanted to do this year? Looking at what the limiting beliefs are that we need to work on in the coming year. What h- How does that look? Um, what can you do in the next 12 months to ensure this doesn't happen again? Same thing. What, what are the limiting beliefs? What's holding you back? And again, taking hundred percent responsibility for our own success, then what can we do to ensure that this doesn't happen again? Hi, I'm Kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the small business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. And what were the biggest mistakes you made in the previous 12 months and what we learned from this? Again, I always want to take anything that maybe we could consider a failure 
and really look at it from the angle of, okay, what do we learn from that? What was the learning opportunity? Not the thing that happened, not an opportunity to go back and beat yourself up. Like, oh my gosh, Aaron, you screwed up again. It's, oh, uh, oh I remember that happening and that wasn't pleasant. I didn't like it, but here's what I learned from it. So I know that I don't want that to happen again. Um, what else have you learned this year? Uh, I actually have that twice, so I need to fix that. <laughs> what else have you learned this year? And then what else have you learned this year twice? So we'll, we'll fix that. What are three words that sum up the year? Uh, that That's always a good one because when we start putting language to things, it really makes more clarity for us. So when we have to like only pick out three words that sum up the year, uh, you know, that that's really for me, the one that stands out right now is action. Um, and, and so that that's in fact, that's the last thing I'm going to close with here is kind of the overall theme for 2021 and and going forward. But a little sneak peek there. Uh, da, 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 where we go in the coming year? What is most important about our mission, vision and values that we want to make sure the world sees? So understanding what your purpose is and then. Um, like we talked about with Heidi, making sure that that's the that's the billboard, that's the neon sign that's blinking in front of people. What what about your mission, vision, and values needs to be out there and and better? Uh, what clarity did the previous twelve months bring? What new connections do you need to make? Right, we, you know, maybe you've got some people to replace in your your top five there. Um, so, what types of people you need there, or if there's somebody specific that you want to spend more time with, um, you can write that down. Um, what three processes do I need to implement or fix this year? And um, ultimately, the next 12 months can be considered a success if, and this is where we then start writing our goals and, and reaching for our goals, which then leads me into the next phase here. And you can see it on screen. I've got different areas of my life and then the goals that we're going to want to set. But like I, if you didn't catch two rare guys yesterday, we talked about planning for 2022. And one of the things I talked about was how do we set these goals? We, we've already talked today about how much and by when goals, I think a little bit. But the other part of it is then we need to create affirmations. And then we need to come up with what I call margins or the slight edge. What are the daily habits that we can install in ourselves that will help us get closer to that goal? So kind of lay that out. And there, there's my process. So um, hopefully that's helpful for you guys. You can go back and, and lurk that. Um, so Yosta says, help making documents on the success when you are alone. You don't just do things for you. Um, okay. I like that. Yosta, just, just like, just like Wendy there, I'm going to take a quick picture of this so I can fulfill my commitments. Love it. Thank you, sir. And Jerry says, 2022 is going to be a better year. 2021 was the busiest year of my life. Okay. So yeah. Now, now Jerry, I want you to take that one step further and, and, and just start doesn't the answers don't have to be right you don't have to have the answers but you have to start trying to figure out what actions to take so when you say 2022 is going to be a better year then say okay this is the action i'm going to take right now immediately to start making that happen so five minutes after we get off of this jerry start taking an action spend 10 minutes you know, just set a timer for 10 minutes and start taking any action that you can take right now to make 2022 a better year. Maybe that's setting goals. Maybe that's, you know, making 
a phone call, maybe that's responding to an email, whatever action you can take in 10 minutes. If you get in the zone and start flowing and you've got the time to do that, then keep going. But take that action right now. I appreciate you saying that and, and making that commitment, Jerry, that 2022 is going to be a better year. So now, now it's up to you to make that happen. All right. And I know you can do it. So I'm excited to see what you're going to do in 2022, Jerry. Awesome. And Yosta, you're welcome. Wendy, any chance you would share your review sheet? 100% chance. Um, in fact, I think it's probably already in the, the Empowered Life System document that I've shared with you, Wendy, but um, I, I can get that to you. So if you'll send me an email, I'll just, you don't have that way. You don't have to go look for it. Um, if you'll send me an email, anybody wants to send me an email, it's success at our success and let me put that up there on the screen. So everybody has it success at our success group.com. Send me an email and, and I will do that. But uh, you've got to send me the email because I will not remember that. I'm not making that commitment unless you send me the email. How about that? <laughs> All right. Awesome. So let's see what else we got here. Actually going to take that banner off of here. Okay. Let's get back to comments. Sorry. A little too much going on. Jerry says daily written plans with timelines, learning all that I can. Awesome. All right. Well, like I said, Jerry, um, now take that action. So do you have that daily written plan? Maybe the action is you make your plan for today if you haven't already, or you check off one thing on your plan for today and just make that a daily thing. That's awesome, Jerry. Good. Boom. Congratulations. I'm stoked for you. That's super cool. Cool. All right. Well, let me let me close with this. And again, if you guys have more, I'm happy to keep that going for just a little bit. But let me close with this. I mentioned that I was going to share what my theme kind of felt like for 2021 and really what I want to take into 2022 with me. And really, the theme for me was let's get into taking action. Um, I didn't realize how much I'd kind of talked about that. I didn't realize how much that was became important to me. And I didn't realize how much more action I needed to take. Um, so as I kind of looked at everything that really stood out to me, it's like, okay, so in 2022, I'm already looking at things going, gosh, I got a jam packed thing going on. But what I also realized is that that's okay. I know I can do it as long as I'm taking the action. I got to stop with the spending too much time in the figuring things out and more time in just the doing. And so that's what I want to encourage for every, everybody else out there. Let's, let's spend a little less time in the taking it all in and then consuming and a little bit more time in the engaging, the interacting, the taking action. So that's my goal for me. That's my goal for you guys. Um, again, that's just my goal. So you guys set your goals and do your thing, but I'm going to be here to support you. And, uh, I can't wait to see what happens in 2022. Uh, let's get to Curtis. I'm going to start all over next year. Okay. All right. Well, Curtis, I, I will give you the same thing that I said to Jerry as an encouragement here that uh, I would love for you to just find one action that you will take as soon as we're done here. Um, give yourself set a timer for 10 minutes and just start taking as many actions towards starting over next year. Whatever it could be, you know, writing down the first step of the plan or it could be taking an actual action that, you know, what does starting over mean to you? What does that look like? Why do your customers care? Right. You know, so, so answering some of those questions or doing some of those things, whatever action you can take and try to take as many actions as you can in 10 minutes and then see what that, what that does for you. So Curtis, you got it. I know you're going to do awesome. So uh, keep at it, buddy. And uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully get to see you in uh, Kansas city this year or, or wherever we might see you out on the road. All right, guys. Well, that's what I've got for you. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast.
We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.